0: This diary belongs to Nikki J. Maxwell. Private and confidential. If found, please return to me for reward. No snooping allowed. Rachel Renee Russell presents the Dork Diaries podcast. Brought to you by Simon & Schuster Audio. Episode 15. Thursday, October 10th. There must have been a big sale at the mall yesterday or something because four girls were wearing the exact same outfit. I hadn't really noticed it until I overheard Mackenzie ridiculing them in the hall. OMG, look at that. They're all wearing the same butt-ugly ensemble. Oh, wait, don't tell me. They were giving them away for free with a purchase of a McDonald's Happy Meal. It was only 7.45 a.m., and I was already visualizing duct tape over her mouth. When Mackenzie finally noticed me, she tried to act all innocent. Just in case you're wondering, I didn't write bug girl on your locker. Lots of people wear ravishing red hot cinnamon Twist," you know. I just rolled my eyes at her. That girl is such a liar. I didn't believe her for one second. Mackenzie flipped her hair and gazed at her perfect image in her mirror. Besides, even if I did it, you don't have any proof. Then she applied her morning layer of lip gloss. Since I was stuck having a locker next to Mackenzie's for the rest of the year, I decided to utilize the mind-over-matter coping strategy that Zoe had developed. In my mind, I was so over being impressed with Mackenzie because she didn't matter. Although, I have to admit, those chandelier earrings she was wearing were to die for. Why is it that huge, dangly earrings look really glam-tastic on the CCP girls? But when normal girls, like me, wear them, we end up needing reconstructive cosmetic surgery. Anyway, Chloe, Zoe, and I sat together at lunch at table nine, and a lot of people stopped by to ask about tattoos. Since our ink exchange program was such a big hit, and we had already collected almost 200 books for charity, we decided to continue it for just three days each month, starting in November. It was going to be great not having to hide inside my locker between classes due to my fear of angry mobs. I mean, my shyness. And now, I'm actually starting to look forward to attending National Library Week at the NYC Public Library. We have a really good chance of being selected. I mean, just think about it. Chloe, Zoe, and me in Manhattan for five days without our parents? How exciting would that be? We'd have friends, fun, fashion, and flirting, like it says in That's So Hot magazine. I'm planning to take full advantage of the meet and greet with all those famous authors that the library holds during National Library Week. I had no idea an autographed novel was so valuable. I could collect a half dozen and then sell them on eBay for big bucks. Then, ka-ching, I could buy that cell phone I've been wanting. Am I not brilliant? BTW. I decided to save the $750 prize money for art camp next summer. If I continue to work really hard on my art, I could possibly land a four-year scholarship to a major university. Sweet! Brandon stopped by our table. He asked, Could I interview you about winning the avant-garde art competition? It's breaking news. Thank you for taking the photographs of my tattoo designs, Brandon. You did a great job. No biggie. I plan to use the photos for the article I'm writing. Then Mackenzie came over, acting all friendly, and said, Congratulations, Nikki. I was so shocked, I almost puked my lunch on her designer shoes. (laughs) but I think she really just wanted to flirt with Brandon because she kept batting her eyes at him all fluttery like she had accidentally stuck a false eyelash to her eyeball or something. Yes, Mackenzie is rich, popular, and pretty, but I can't help but wonder if Brandon could actually like a girl who has the IQ of lint. In spite of the fact that we had agreed not to do any tattoos until next month, Chloe and Zoe insisted that I do just one more, for myself. On the back of my hand, I drew the word champion, surrounded by hearts and flowers. My tattoo was awesome! Okay, I admit I was wrong about Grandma being senile. But I was correct about that crazy puppet, Miss Penelope. After lunch was over, Brandon interviewed me for the school newspaper as we walked to my locker. But I wanted to tell him how much I appreciated him being my friend. He'd been there with an umbrella during an awful rainstorm. And he had an endless supply of napkins, tissues, and silly burp jokes. Brandon had seen me covered in various nasty substances like spaghetti, cherry jubilee, and snot— and still wanted to hang out with me. I had to admit, Brandon was almost as awesome as Chloe and Zoe. That's when I came up with a brilliant idea for how to thank him for everything, including the work he'd done on my art project. I gave him a very cool tattoo of that cute but creepy camera bug I had dreamed about. For some reason, Guys seem to like really weird stuff like that. Brandon said, Thanks, Nikki. This tattoo rocks. How did you know I like photography? It was just a lucky guess. Then he brushed his bangs out of his eyes with his fingers and smiled at me kind of shy-like. So I, um, was wondering if you'd like to be lab partners in bio for structure of mitochondria. I could not believe Brandon asked me that. I just giggled and squealed. Squee! I'm sure he thought I was crazy, but he just smiled, grabbed his camera, and started snapping photos of me for the newspaper. Hey, I can only be myself, right? I'm such a dork. This is Nikki. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed my Tales from a Not-So-Fabulous Life. And remember, the entire Dork Diary series is available right now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Read or listen to them today.